Oh. Hey there, three boys in the pod listeners, and welcome to the first ever Sean and Dave takeover episode. What? Yeah. Can I say, first off, this reflects so poorly on us by skipping last week and then losing another boy for this week. Like, I get it. Like, we're in college, but it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> we're not we're not professionals, admittedly, but one week off and then we all we forget how to how this thing works. We we forgot the name of the show. Oh, we've only got two, it's two boys in a pod now for the time. Yeah, being, at least. two two boys, one pod. It kind of ruins the whole name. I feel like you and I, Sean, should like have our like own name that we can like subtitle this podcast under like I don't know maybe just like Dave and Sean like having it out or something like that Dave but two Sean, boys in a pod just doesn't sound right time hour squad <laughs> Woo, good. two brothers <laughs> <laughs> oh never mind the fun the fun time's over Ethan's back <laughs> Dave and Sean fun time has ended <laughs> he's in the, the well, Google well, meet not in the clean feed though Oh, so we can keep going. You know, oh, I was he's, thinking he's, today. He's shaking his head. He wants us to keep going without him. Uh, oh, he can't hear us okay. anyway. We're muted in the Google Meet. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sean, I was on my run today. And you know, you've watched Cars, right? Uh, several times, actually. Like, I was, like, watching the first, like, four minutes, like, the speed. I am speed. And I was like, you know, we missed a golden opportunity in cross country to, like, make that a champ. Like, yes... Rick Flair was good, but imagine if we had done like like that first little bit of Lightning McQueen's chant and the song that they play after that is called Real Gone. And like we could have just like broken it down and we would be like, what are we gonna be today? And then everyone screams real gone. It would have been so hype. Like we real missed an gone. opportunity. Is that like an actual phrase? Like I like it. Um, I think it should be. Well, okay, I feel like we need to put some background information. Uh we yeah, I think we've alluded to it before. We were all on our high school uh, cross country team, and then uh, in cross country before it's a it's a running race. I don't know who doesn't know that, but it, that's what it is. Um, and beforehand, we would get together and do these kind of like hype up chants. Like all the cool teams had cool hype up chants, and ours was actually led by Zach, who is on our episode seven, I believe. Uh, and he would lead us in the Ric Flair chain, this famous kind of rant by former wrestler Ric Flair. Who, who li- he lived a certain lifestyle. We do not um, stand by all of his life choices, but he knew he knew how to hype hype someone up. That that was something we can applaud him for. So he would he would do a little little chant like that. And I guess we missed the opportunity to put some cars flare in it rather than our Ric Flair. Dude, imagine if we had been able to like alternate between Ric Flair and then like the cars chant because yelling speed i am speed would have gotten me so hyped like i would i would have absolutely sent it and like imagine if spectators yelled like real gone at us like i would have buckled down so fast it was it's so much better than i'm not familiar with this real gone thing you're talking about it's it's the name of the song (laughs) just that did they say real gone in the song or yeah Here's the thing, though. Wouldn't you rather have someone yell real gone at you as you're cresting a hill rather than only a thou- only like a thousand left as you like just passed like the 2K <laughs> marker? Like those people were what is, evil. What does real gone mean, though? Like you're really like far gone, like you're real out, far out ahead. Is that what it means? Like what? In the song, in the song, the lyrics are everybody wants to be and then like some epic guitar and then real gone. And then it like launches into more epic guitar. 
I don't look. I'll Google it. I'll get I, yeah, Kenny on it. Obviously, it doesn't really mean much to me. It might be a good song, but I don't know. It is a good song. What does real god mean? Oh, it means like outrageously cool, wild, and carefree. That's very neat. Is that on like Urban Dictionary or what? Um, it's according to yourdictionary.com, the only dictionary that I trust. Okay. I can look at Urban Dictionary. Now, let's, let's stay off that for now. I trust nothing other Wait, than Urban Dictionary. Try talking, Ethan. Try talking. I can't hear you at all now. Oh, you muted yourself. Okay. <laughs> Ethan's handing over the reins. Two boys in a pod it is. <laughs> are you, are, Ethan, are you giving up? <laughs> that doesn't not not. Like... I don't know how to fix it. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Please stand by as the three boys are currently experiencing technical difficulties. After a brief pause, we're back uh, with the third boy. He made it in after some some mic problems. Uh, Dave and I definitely did not lock him out of the recording application or anything like that. Ethan, what do you have to say for yourself? Oh, I hate I hate Bluetooth. I hate Apple mics. I hate it all. <laughs> it gives me trouble every time. Normally, I'm able to fix it. This time, it was really doing me dirty. That is true. They don't get to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Like almost like for at least a half an hour to 45 minutes before every episode, one person struggles with some form of a microphone issue. Usually it's Ethan, but it's been me sometimes. Uh, last week, yeah. Dave was just ramming his computer against his apartment uh, wall for at least at least 20 minutes before we were able to finally record. And uh, then it was five it minutes worked. of his own head against the wall. I was really like, Dave, you're getting a little too jacked for this one, but you know, he came out and he delivered after that. What can I say? I'm I'm a I'm a team player, okay? Big time players make big time plays in big time moments, okay? And that's who I am. Dave, you saying like that Matt voice quote. with that big of a beard was very, very nice. I wish I wish the fans could could see what I'm seeing right now. But I, I just enjoyed that. It, I'm on my main character arc right now. That's all there is to it. Like I started here at college, clean shaven. Looking like, you know, some, some like fresh, like, I don't, what's the word that I'm looking for? Just kind of like, you know, not with it, but now I've got a beard. Like I'm, I'm a podcast icon. Like I'm, it's really, it's really, really pretty cool. You know, like I'm such a multimedia influencer that I really embrace the spirit of LA, I think. And that's why we love you. Um, now, could you start yeah. actually advertising for us on the? Yeah, <laughs> could you actually? <laughs> no, no, not, not, not until we're done with school. This is actually, you know, this isn't really like where we were planning to go. But like, obviously, like thinking about the direction this podcast is heading. Like, at some point, we're going to be able to record together once school is over, and like then I can start pumping out like TikTok content and stuff. But like, think of all that we can do when we're like actually together recording these over the summer. Like, you better stick around because like it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Like, who knows what we can do? Okay, my proposition: uh, a Dave versus Ethan like cage match style podcast. Okay, you guys are just like fighting to the death in front of me, and then I do the play by play. 
thoughts? Yes. yes. What? Why is that the yes. first thing that comes to your mind? Are you scared, Ethan? <laughs> are you scared? Come here. Are you, no. Is that, is it, are you afraid? It's not going to be that long of a podcast. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not. It's going to be quick. It's going to be easy. Throw up the Dukes. I wish the listeners could see the the crazed look in Dave's eye, but he might be the betting favorite going in. Although Ethan, what you've been, you've been taking some karate, haven't you? Oh yeah, some martial arts here at college. Please, I have a beard. I don't. I don't I think you comprehend. Beard. I don't think you comprehend what powers Ooh, this gives me. Your scratch factor and, is a little higher than mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna rub my face on your arm or something and let my beard hair like just like rub your skin. That'll be fun. And I, the listener should know this isn't patchy. Okay, this is we're in lumberjack territory right now. It's pretty thick. Two and a half sure. months. I might need to update the logo a little bit to show the the fullness of the beard. I might have undersold it in the logo. Dave, this is I'm what a little I want upset. Know, though. How many crumbs do you catch in that thing? Okay, so here's here's the thing. So like some foods I've realized, like hot dogs, um, difficult because like you know how the ketchup <laughs> sits on top of a hot dog when you bite yeah. in, like. Even usually, like, a little bit of ketchup will end up somewhere. But, like, when you get it in the beard, it can, like, work its way in. And then, you like, you won't realize it because, like, I have a reddish beard. And so it'll, like, kind of hide it. And then, like, I don't know, like an hour later, I'll be like, I'll do this. And I'll, like, lick, lick my lip a little bit. I'm like, there was ketchup there. I'm like, I look like a fool, don't I? So I'm still I'm still getting used to that a little bit. It does catch some things. It It's my flavor saver. Isn't that what people say? <laughs> You. That is the gross. first time I've heard that, and I do not like it one bit. <laughs> you haven't heard that before? People call their mustache their flavor savers. <laughs> Should be your nothing uh, hey, saver. Look, uh, I'm on. I, you know, I'm on a subreddit where only people with beards can be there. Actually, uh, it's pretty exclusive. And if you shave, you get kicked out of the subreddit. And we talk about things like this. So I guess you're just not steeped in beard culture like I am. Steeped. And, you know, that's one way to put it. I, <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, I saw like a meme about this and it was like someone made a video of like guy who grows his beard for the first time. And it's just them like talking about it constantly. Like, I don't, I don't need the first five minutes of the podcast to become this. I feel like, I feel like we should go in a different direction here. We pushed it on you though. You didn't like bring it up yourself. So I think you're okay. Oh, so let's keep talking about it then. Never mind. There are some people who like look better with beards. Like that's just the case because like it it hides your jawline a little bit. I'm like afraid to shave my beard now because like what if that happens? Like what if I've just forgotten what I looked like without it and then that happens? Um, I really think you guys should try it though. I think I think we should do a collective three boys in a pod beard growing month possibly. I'm open to that. You gotta give me. You gotta give me two more years, probably. Yeah, I <laughs> I cannot remember the last time I shaved. Oh really? Yeah. I gotta do it like once a week, but it doesn't grow in thick. I mean, with the mask, like nobody you really know, sees anything, so you don't really have to worry true. about a little scruff. But I was doing research like before I was like gonna commit to doing this, and like apparently like 18 should be like the earliest you can grow a beard. So like I'm on like the early, early, early side of this. Um, so like, I feel like there's still time. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I guess it's all genetics too. With the genes I have, it should come in pretty strong in the next three years. But 
Good. Can your dad grow a beard? I'm not sure I can picture that. No, it's from your mom's side. Your hair. Your mom can grow a beard? <laughs> no. That's so crazy! <laughs> My mom's brothers all can. I'm trying that's, to a prob that's probably a pretty good indicator then, right? Like... Mm -hmm. Are you sure there's no, there's no, nothing on your dad's side that contributes to it? Because like my, my beard looks exactly the same as my dad's does. Like when he grows it out, it's the same color and it looks pretty much the same. I don't know. Cause well, you inherited like hair color, but I think like how thick your hair is and stuff is from your mother's side. That's what I've heard at least. I've heard like, if you're going to go bald, like you should look to your, like, your grand, your maternal grandfather. Yeah. Maternal meaning mom's side for you non-biologists out there. <laughs> I have, like you know, fun. I would like to shave my head at some point, though. Like, completely, like, shiny. I think that would be fun. I think you that would make that be fun. Up. If you go bald, you have to rock the beard at the same time. I feel like that's just the Yeah, way. like, look at that. For sure. Can you... I think that would... I think I could pull that off. Dave, you kind of look like Sean. I want to see your head sunburned so bad. I look like Sean from Hot Ones. That's a compliment. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. He's he's a good looking yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can pull that. I think I I think I have an okay head shape for it. From what I'm seeing, I don't right know now, though. Yeah. I'd be worried that I've like I'd have like a weird mole somewhere though that's just been hiding for 18 years. Dave, down the line, if you're ever like a chemistry teacher and like you get like terminal cancer and then you like decide to um like make meth and sell it with a guy named jesse pinkman i think you'd you'd have the right look for it like you and Brian thank you Houston, you know i'll take that <laughs> absolutely speaking of um bald people oh wait is falcon bald in the winter soldier no he's not <laughs> are you sure <laughs> i sure. thought he was bald no he's not bald i think he is <laughs> Can he? Can he get on it? Well, let's see. He might as well be. It's pretty close. Dad, you can't. You can't say that. Nah, he's got a, he's got a, a little pretty bit. short buzz cut. Yeah. But he's definitely got hair. He's yeah, definitely yeah, got you hair. You can't call that bald. But it's still no. Hair. He's got a good face. No, it's... Too. Yeah, he's all alive. He's, it's, it is buzzed. Okay. He's not bald, but though. speaking of people with minimal to low hair... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's coming out now. Yep, first episode down of that. Uh, quite interesting. Was I, it longer I... than WandaVision? Oh, yeah. It was like an hour. I mean, I, I think, think it, was it felt a lot longer. It's more like 45 minutes, 47 or something. And it had the long credits, too. Like, like WandaVision. Was oh, yeah. Long, but it, it felt pretty long. Yeah. Um, um, I like the opening, opening opinions. I like how they did it. Uh, seems pretty good to the me. I think again we're gonna. Oh yeah, we're gonna run with like uh, three slow episodes to begin with, while they build story, and then and then it'll be nonstop action, which I'm excited for. I like because you were always hesitant had... about Wandavision not having enough action, right? Yeah, the first three episodes, but but then it turned out great, so I'm gonna trust them this time. Um, Watch it like blow I up really... in our face. I, I really... Probably. Go go ahead. No, Sean. What? No, Sean. I insist. When it came to WandaVision, I kind of liked the weird stuff at the beginning more than, like, the action at the end, because it kind of just turned into, like, another Marvel movie by the end. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm digging what we're seeing so far. You get uh, interesting segments like 
uh, Falcon and his sister try to get alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or Winter Soldier goes on a date. Um, but no, I think like that plot thing, uh, spoilers obviously, but like the Winter Soldier trying to like make amends to this guy whose like son he just like murdered in cold blood. That's pretty interesting, especially it looks like a sweet, sweet dude. He hooked him up with like a date and stuff. It would hard to be be like, hey, uh, bro, you know your son who you like mentioned a whole lot. Yeah, I kind of killed him, but I was it. It wasn't me killing him, really. It, it was me brainwashed. And then they're gonna have a civil war fight, like from Captain America: Civil War. Like it's gonna basically be Iron Man versus um, Captain America all over again. I think. I think that old dude's got moves. Personally, I think I think that's a pretty fair fight. Bucky Barnes and the old dude. What's his name? Uh, grieving old man, I think. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that was. I feel like I was. I was talking to someone about this. Like, how many times is Bucky gonna have a storyline where he kills a relative of someone close to him? Like, how how many more times is this gonna happen? Because I feel for the poor guy. You know, like. He didn't have a choice, yeah. but like first Tony Stark, now this other kid. Like, if this is a recurring theme, like man, that's tough. Well, like, well, I think this one was intentional. I think he sought out this guy because he knew he killed his son. Because he like pulls out the list, oh, yeah. and this guy's name is like on the list. And like, how many times has this happened before? I mean, we saw it with Iron Man in Civil War, but like, also. He's killed a lot of people, like, the 40 years, or however many years, like, Steve was frozen, like, that whole time, Bucky was just off killing people. Wait, how does he stay so young? Uh, It's like the, so, the Hydra, like, technology or whatever, they put him, like, cryo-freeze tanks and stuff like that. They just wake him up when he's off to go do some killing. So I had to look this up, too, because I was confused about it, but apparently, um when steve rogers saves him in captain america the first avenger he's like been experimented on by zoro i think who was like the henchman yeah. of red skull and apparently he like gained some superhuman abilities through this like the experimentation and that's how he survived that train fall and then after that the russians recovered him made him winter soldier um replaced his arm that he lost in the fall with the metal one and then they would cryo freeze him in between like when they would wake him up for his murder sprees murder oh that's interesting though i didn't know that because i just thought he was like frozen until the events of like um captain america winter soldier i i guess i didn't process that that's what i thought too i thought he had just like been stuck in the ice of the river similarly to how captain america had been stuck in the ice of the ocean yeah that was confusing to it's me also interesting. but regardless it's also interesting oh what sean you keep interrupting me dave Find out. <laughs> okay i will be in la in hours to, to beat you hours <laughs> i'm afraid um okay and now now i'm forgetting what i was gonna oh no 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 okay it's interesting that the like distinction between him and Steve though, because people like knew about him. Like Steve was kind of famous a little more when he was he was just like making jokes about how he didn't feel like he dated since the forties or something like that. And I was like, oh, why aren't they laughing? Because he's super old. And then 
Because they don't know. He was just like some undercover killer dude and a regular dude during World War Two. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. an household name. So, I guess, yeah, he's not like getting public sympathy or like a public hero like Captain America. But yeah. we should talk about them replacing Captain America at the end there, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, US I knew it was I knew it was definitely going to be a bad idea when they put Rhodes in the beginning and like Rhodes pulls aside um Falcon and like says Falcon. like hey, yeah, why do you give away the shield, bruh? Like <laughs> that's when I knew that there some fishy was going to happen. Uh, and I really liked that they added his character and I thought that was a good connection. I'm excited to see how they develop this. Like I wonder if they've done any experiment. Does in the comics is U.S. agent someone who's been experimented on? Like, is he a super soldier too, or is he just like John from down the street, but he's got a shield now, type of a deal? Let's get Kenny on it. I'd like to see him get beat up after. I don't know. Already, just looking at him once. No offense to the actor, but just like I, I just want to see him get his butt kicked. That's just something. I he want has a punchable to. face. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what you're trying to say. Um, totally but oh i also anthony mackie is from like louisiana like which i found out in the hot ones episode he was in he's speaking of sean from hot ones highly recommend hot ones hot ones we shouted you out now you you owe us a shout out um we're like hot ones that is how it works spicy and we don't have celebrities Uh, we're not at all like Um, i guess we're a little celebrity-ish, I think, right? Like, obviously, you guys are well-known around your campuses, and I am in Los Angeles. So I really feel like between the three of us, we've got quite the network. Remember we had 100 listens on an episode? Where's the threshold, John? I, I, I spoke too soon. We are exactly like hot ones. Thank you. Without hot what did, Ethan, what'd you find about U.S. Agent? He is, in fact, super-powered in the comics. So they just have I wonder some if he'll be again. Some super serum like lying around or whatnot. Um, well, in this storyline, he finds a guy called the Power Broker, a mysterious individual who gave people superhuman abilities. So how convenient. Yeah, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I think, yeah, I wonder if he'll be superpowered in the show or not. And uh, do you guys think there's a chance that he could be the villain in the mask at the end? Because my friends from campus were theorizing that maybe, that it's the same person. I thought that was going to be Zemo. I thought that was like his thing, was he was going to be the one in leading the flag stompers or whatever. I feel like Zemo's more like a... Um, and for people that don't know, Zemo's the villain of Captain America Civil War. He's the guy that pits Captain America and... Um, Iron Man against each other, kind of using Winter Soldier. But anyway, um, he doesn't die at the end of that. And I think he's more like a mastermind character. I don't know if he's like the brawler type that we saw in the episode. You know? That's true. That's right, because he had like superpowers. Shoot, you're right. I wonder. That would be interesting. plan even like work in that movie? Like, I'm going to use one superhero to get one superhero to fight another superhero so all of the superheroes hate each other. Like, and he's pretty much just a regular dude, too. Like, I don't know. I feel like there was some plot holes in that a little bit, but it's in the past. past. 
Remember he was also trying to, like, wake up the other superheroes that were, like, Winter Soldier? Yeah. That's right, I forgot about that. that Yeah, they were, like, frozen, and he tries to wake them up, and then he gets stopped right before the, the epic Captain America and Iron Man fight. Okay, but I really don't can I? I want to say something about this here. <laughs> um, I think Zemo is one of Marvel's better villains, though. Like, yeah, we can shit on. Oh shoot, Dave swear up the pod. Um, well, we we can complain about his plan and its complexity, but motivation wise, he is like a top, at least top seven Marvel villain for sure. Like, he's <laughs> such an arbitrary number, top seven. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, are we gonna break it? I I was gonna say top five, but like. Obviously, you have Killmonger, Loki, Thanos, and then oh, I think Obadiah Stane is up there personally. And then oh like, yeah, he was who, good villain. After that, I love Jeff. Um, Bridges. Abomination um, from Hulk. Shut up! Shut up right now. <laughs> that is that is that is not a that is not an opinion. You come can on, have. come on! You know you liked it. Have you even seen that movie? <laughs> oh yeah, so many times. It. I love it so much. Shut up. That is not an official pot opinion. (laughs) Regardless, how many good Marvel villains are there? Like, there aren't very many. It's mostly one-dimensional characters. So, like, I think Zemo is definitely one of the better ones. Um, the other one, probably number five would be Vulture for me. Vulture was pretty good. Oh, Vulture's higher than that. Actually, both of the... Both of um the Spider-Man villains were good. I liked Mysterio a lot too. Mysterio. I know some people didn't. Jake Gyllenhaal. I thought he was good. Mm. Yeah, J- Gyllenhaal alone like bring- brings it in that movie. Yeah, but like outside of that, I mean, you just have like in both this in Iron Man two and three villains are bad. All of the four no. Thor movies villains are bad. Like, what are you saying no to? I was. It, it was a. Negative agreement. Oh, okay. Except, except for Sam Rockwell as Hammer in Iron Man Two. I liked him. I liked Hammer. What was his what? first name? Maybe if yeah, his character was that? better written. <laughs> but he, he was, was he wasn't a bad actor, I guess. <laughs> he was fun. I liked Hammer. He did his little dances <laughs> up on the stage. He was great. Oh, gosh. I thought he was fun. He was better than the whip guy in that movie. Oh, what yeah. Was that dude doing with his toothpick and stuff? With his parrot? <laughs> oh, God, that was so dumb. <laughs> that was such a dumb plot line. <laughs> okay, okay. We're, we, we, we always go, like, off on too long of a tangent on the Marvel stuff. We are not a Marvel-only show. We also tackle the, the heavy-hitting stuff, like the pandemic and it's it, it's current state in America and we have some what? important yeah we do Ethan why are we gonna have um, okay I guess we're topical now yeah exactly we talk about dogs with six legs we talk about the pandemic no we cover we're all not bringing that back I hope that dog's dead by now no Dave, wow no monstrosity we we hope that dog is alive and well and just scurrying around well. on all six yep. of its appendages. Seven, actually. It's got to be count the tails and thunder. Yeah. Pretty cool. Okay, continue with what you were saying, We child. have some important news. Our our boy Dave has the vaccine now. Woo! Um, so, I'm in Los Angeles and they have like a whole... They're really trying to get as many people out here vaccinated as they can. Most of my friends at college 
um, are about to get vaccinated or already have been. And so they have a lot of different categories. And the two I qualified under um, were I live in congregate housing here uh, by my campus. And then I'm also a farm worker over the summer. And both of those were categories that they were trying to get vaccinated. So that's how I got it. Um, I got the Moderna shot and honestly, like my arm's sore, but like, I feel fine. I heard some people though, after they were getting it, were like, my buddy got it. He was knocked out for like a full day. He said he felt lethargic and tired and that was only on his first shot. So go figure. Well, you, yeah, but you I'm only had your it. first shot, right? Okay. Yeah, I just got it. I guess you just built different. I, you know, <laughs> I think that a lot sometimes, but I'm, yeah, I'm happy. Honestly though, like most of the vaccine appointments here are full like I, they're doing a really good job of like getting out and getting people to go get shots in their arms and i think they're trying to make it as broad as they can because they're just they're really just trying to get whoever wants it in the door you know but yeah i'm excited there's like discussion on like oh are you gonna get the vaccine do you think it's safe or not like is this gonna be something that you do like if like somebody if i was asleep in bed and somebody like broke down my door and like stabbed me in the neck with a syringe with like the johnson and johnson vaccine i would have no complaints i would shake their hand if i was like yeah walking down like the street and somebody from like a rooftop a mile away like shot a syringe into my buttock you know and that was <laughs> sniped vaccine, you I, I again no complaints i'd give him like a thumbs up like a good shot or something like whatever you need to do to give it to me like uh, so um just but no i'm I, saying give me the vaccine man i want the vaccine so bad that didn't even cross my head when i found out i was eligible i didn't even think about like oh like i wonder if like they're trying to do something to me or like is it really safe i got it like if they were like hey like you know there's like a 15 percent chance you die if you get this i'd probably still have done it like i'm 15 is pretty high <laughs> you like, you underestimate how much i hate doing school work uh the, there was the michael jordan in the documentary about him the last dance like they were talking about him like coming back for injury or something and like how he might be permanently like injured if he came back too early and they were like talking about it and they were like, okay, what if I had a bottle of 10 pills and one of them could kill you if I like shook them up and gave you a pill? Would you take it if I told you it would cure your headache or maybe kill you? And then he was like, depends how bad the headache is. And it's like, Michael, Michael, what? <laughs> this, That's me. It's crazy talk. Bro, I just want this pandemic to end, man. I'm I'm sick. I'm sick of wasting one of my attractive years. Like this is not good. One of my attractive years. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, come on! Like, if this pandemic happened when I was 80, like, I'm not trying to get out there and meet people. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but like, this is you robbed me of 18. That's such a good year. That's so it's so lame. If you moisturize, you'll probably like. You'll probably yeah, you'll be good until around 40. I bet. That's true. I, well, I I should be fine. Yeah. If the roundup doesn't Catch get him me. first. Oh my god, we haven't <laughs> even talked about that. That, that. that needs to be explained. So I work I work on a farm over the summer and we we use we I was no not we I was using Roundup and like I, I was in charge of like roundupping around is that that doesn't sound right. Regardless, good, I was yeah. putting Roundup 
on on things around plants. And like I would I had been doing this for like two weeks and then all of a sudden out of nowhere I started getting like nosebleeds. And it just like like ones that like wouldn't stop. And it happened like I think three times. And then eventually I just had to stop doing Roundup and surprise, surprise, the nosebleed stopped. So this is this might be evidence in court later um, when I when I need to sue Roundup. So just keep that in mind. Um, I'm pretty sure there's yeah. a class action now, actually. I don't know. It's <laughs> definitely been linked. It's definitely been linked to cancer now because you, you, I've seen commercials that are like, if you or a loved one have been exposed to Roundup. <laughs> oh, you know. I have been a lot of it. Actually. <laughs> Those were da- <laughs> like a, a surprising amount of Roundup, and uh, there were a couple times where I was like hauling it out to the field, and then I'd get it on my hands, but I didn't have time to like go all the way back, so I just rub it. Oh, on the so grass you just and yeah, stuff. you just lick your hand. Eat a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to get it off your hands somehow. That's but cool. yeah, that's that's my Roundup story. That's why so. you should work on an organic farm. Like me, Shut. this message is brought to you by Organic Farms. They don't give you cancer, probably. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Yeah, Everything we're a bunch of farm kids. Cancer, Look at right? that. Yeah, honestly. Especially in California, they have a ton of those warnings on things. I think it's a little superfluous. Big like, word. at this point, what doesn't? Thank you. Dave's big word of the day. Not even a swear. <laughs> Are those <sighs> usually your biggest words that you use? <laughs> I'm expending a lot of energy on school. So, yeah, outside outside of my papers, probably, I probably top out at five or six letters per word most of the time. But when, I, when I'm writing, I mean, I bust out words like, um, I don't know. I don't know any big words anymore. <laughs> I, 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 I can't even think of any examples. He's used them all up. He's used them all up. <laughs> I, oh man, some of the assignments I've been doing, and like we talked about the not having spring break thing, and like most the schools that have spring break are like going right now, and like USC students just went anyways. So like it, we really got the worst of both worlds because people went to like Cabo and partied, and then we didn't get a spring break to recharge. So like I don't, they, no one won. You're in LA. Why did they go? to Cabo, you know? You're yeah. already at a vacation place. I don't know. Okay, they have so much money. I don't think it I think I think they've lost sight of most other things. Um but Los Angeles isn't actually super warm right now. It's been like in the sixties and seventies uh for a minute. Which isn't that different from where you guys are, right? We've been like topping out at the fifties. It's been raining recently. Yeah, well the yeah the last like three days have been pretty rain filled so yeah, I don't... We've come full circle. We're talking about the weather now. Aren't we an interesting podcast? Oh, yeah. Whatever. This is... I feel like the amount of content like that we can produce while still doing college work, like I, we that needs to be accounted for. Like I said, over the summer, let us go off. We'll do skits. I don't know. What What are some other things? We'll guys, do skits. What, what that would be fun, actually. Yeah. Podcast skits. We could, re- we could reenact some stuff. Yeah, like yeah, if we did a research-based like, one. <laughs> like we have so much time to like think of ideas, so much room for activities. Um, like we can we can think of so many different ideas. Like I think it would be fun to do like a fake news broadcast or like, I don't know, do impressions. Fake news, okay. The... <laughs> not, like, not like fake news, but like onion Oh, but like, level. 
Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. Not like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not trying to like spread disinformation on the platform that we've created. Like, hello, <laughs> welcome to Breitbart, but farther right with Sean, David, Ethan. We've got like we've no. Already got the conspiracy segments covering. All yeah, yeah, that's good enough. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I yeah, Ronald Reagan sucks. Like, honestly, I can't stand him. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Okay, well, <laughs> and not where we were going with no, that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other segment. Other segment. Oh, oh! I watched. Uh, oh no! I revisited uh, Nomadland. Uh, I took oh. a, a deeper look after our uh, Golden Globes review. I tried to yeah. take another look into uh, one of the, the uh. films that was really heavily praised by the golden globes academy what is that I don't oh know. yeah highly acclaimed by the academy of the golden globe and like i don't mean to be a <laughs> hater but i think i might have hated that movie it was like not good at all like but Sean, why? how could it be not good at all if it won a golden globe I, I, you're gonna really have to defend this position because I mean, like i guess the like the cinematography was good. Like basically, they like drove all over the country, which was like cool. It looked it looked cool, but like basically, nothing happens in the story. Like I'm sorry if you some people are still waiting to see Nomadland on on Hulu, but like it's basically this lady like her husband dies and then her town like like goes under and everybody moves away and she loses all her money in the Great Recession and then she just like picks up everything and like learns to live in a van and like just drives from like place to place like working for like Amazon or these like beet places like this beet harvest at this one place I don't know it's just it's not I like I'm not just like a Marvel movie guy who needs a bunch of action I didn't need her to like get in a fist fight halfway through but like nothing happened at one point like you think she's fallen in love with this guy and like visits the house of his family and then she just like he professes his love to her in a very undramatic way and then the next day she just like drives away like <laughs> is it am i supposed to care about this i don't know this is how i feel well, about rent the musical i under i understand <laughs> what you're saying oh uh, back to rent talk about the how it's um filmed though sean like oh, how okay. it's acted Okay, I, I do not have the specifics on this, okay? But from what I can tell, basically, like, the crew and, like, the main actress, they, like, simulated, like, living this van life or whatever. So they went into these, like, kind of parks where they have all these people's vans, and, like, the main actress, like, worked the jobs and, like, lived in a van and stuff and, like, talked to real people who actually live in vans. Which, like, is kind of cool, like, a simulation thing or something like that. But then they're, like, bringing around these cameras, like, sticking in people's faces or whatnot. I'm sure whoever was, like, on screen agreed to do it. And there's something, like, there's, like, fix played fictional versions of themselves. But, like, I don't know. It's just this, like, millionaire actress, like, just putting on a little show, like, walking around. Like, what's your life like? And, like, basically lying to these people, being like, oh, yeah, I'm from this coal town and my husband died. And, like, I miss him so much when, like... I, it's just it's disingenuous. Um, is that a hand? Like Nickelden, like like Nickelden Dime, oh, Sean. Yes, like, that's what I thought of. That's what I thought of when he told me. Oh my! Her 
Okay, we were all in the same AP English class in high school, and we had to read this book, Nickel and Dime, by Barbara Ehrenreich. Who's like, I guess she's a good writer, you know, it was a good idea, but basically her like theory is like, I want to see what it's like to be like, uh, was it a minimum wage worker and see if I could survive on this. So she like picks three towns in America and like three different jobs and like works them for a while. But she's, I don't know, you guys didn't like it either, right? No, she well, she sets out, She kept quitting. Yeah. She sets out this, like, idea for herself at the beginning, like, the strategy of how she's going to do it. And there's, like, three rules that she gives herself. And I'm pretty sure she breaks all three rules. Do you guys remember what they yeah. were? I don't think so, but, like, they were... Like, she would break them, and I would be like, you're defeating the entire purpose of this exercise. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, you're, you're just giving up. Like, I don't, yeah. these people, the other people don't have this option, and you're choosing to exercise it. Like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be getting from this. Like, I could have done this. I could have said, I'm going to go do this, and then just not done it, and then wrote a book about it. She was like, like I'm yeah. so, I just access these resources and stuff like that for, like, not supposed to quit for, like, a month. But she totally did. Like, oh, mm-hmm. but one of her rules was she could, like, never let herself go hungry or something like that. Well, I guess is a good rule, but, like, you could really commit, Barbara. I don't know. Yeah, well, there was, was just a bad I, book. The first city she was in was, like, her home city, wasn't it? And didn't she cheat by, like, going home a few times and, like, using her car? I don't know. Which wasn't being paid for by her minimum wage oh. job? I don't know. Like,. But we she set it out with like maybe this is who what I would have been like if I didn't get this scholarship to go to college or something like that. Maybe this is like the Barbara that could have been or something like that. But then she gets into these positions and she's like talking to people and she's like she thinks she's so like superior to these people and she can like change their lives and stuff like that. I remember she was working in the Walmart and she was like trying to start like a union and then She did unionize them and then they all got fired, right? I don't know that they got fired, but she was like, unionize. I'm pretty sure they unionize, got fired. <laughs> she was like, we should really unionize. And then she just like, was like, yeah. And then I quit the next day. So I wonder what happened with that. And it's like, you can't be doing this. Like you're just meddling in people's lives when you've got something to fall back on. Yeah. It seemed yeah. really preachy. And like, she was like, look at me. Like, look what I did. Like I was poor for this amount of time. And now I can tell you about it, but she didn't really do it. Like, Nothing yeah, about it, it kind seemed of, genuine to me. It felt like she was playing poor, which felt um, inappropriate, I guess. And also, like... It was disingenuous. I don't know. There were there were some parts of the book that were interesting and, like, really showcased how, like, you can't really live on minimum wage in a lot of places in this country. But, I don't know. The way she went about it wasn't 100% sincere, it felt like. So. She could have talked to minimum wage workers. She could have like interviewed them and done chapters like this. And that would have lent more credence to this book rather than her pretending to be poor, at least in my opinion. So like back to Nomadland, but like this lady's going around telling people like her husband died and like this is why she packed up and stuff. And maybe those people, they eventually know she's an actor. It has to be okay with that. But it just the whole time I was thinking like, this is just her like parading around like she's in a, in the van life when she's not really in the van life. And then like they had this one character who like had terminal cancer and was like talking about that and like why she like picked up and left and it was like a really touching thing like she wasn't going to just like die in like hospice care, she was going to like live the rest of her life or something like that. And then you come back later in the movie and like she's died 
and like they're at this like funeral bonfire thing for him and like everybody's saying goodbye to this lady and then this this actress is there who knew her for like i don't know how long but just like at the funeral like i wouldn't want this actress who like was at my funeral after with all of my friends or something just to put me in a movie i don't know it was just weird i i guess i don't understand true cinema but i didn't like it very much it's just interesting to me that they didn't like try and look into that community and find somebody within it that had like mediocre acting skills that they could pay to like follow like instead they like artificially inserted themselves in you know yeah i think there was something like they were playing versions of themselves so maybe that's what they were doing and i just didn't pick up on it but maybe they could have made that clear in the outset i just it was weird i don't know (laughs) yeah i might have to give it a look but cinematography again great visuals good looking movie just like i preferred from the other oscar nominees saw a trial of the chicago seven with Sasha Barrett Cohen given like a Boston accent. I kinda like that. I don't know. That was a good movie. You know what else is a good movie that these fools haven't seen yet? This is Snyder Cut. Which would be so fun to talk about, but the Snyder We're Cut. Not. But you guys are behind We're not gonna so talk I can't about it. spoil. Hours long, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like an extended cut Lord of the Wings movie. but with more slow mo. <laughs> I heard 27 minutes of it was in slow motion. Oh, 27. yeah. 27. Oh, yeah. That's absurd. You know, I'm going to say one thing because it was in the other movie. Barry Allen's okay, running for him. They need to fix that. They need to get on that right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Looks like he's head. swimming. I don't understand. <laughs> like, Aquaman needs to actually swim instead of just plank. And, like, fly through the water. And Barry Allen needs to not swim, but actually run. It's so weird. Oh, uh, man, I, I couldn't get over that in the first movie either. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch it once school cools down. Like, that's the plan. All right. Sounds good. Maybe next episode, then. Tune in next time. Um, let me look, let me look at my schedule. Talk about Justice League or whatnot. Nope. Nope. It will not be next week. It, it'll be the week after. Oh, gosh. For sure. All right. Well, I think we're wrapping up. I, I'm not sure. We, 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 got some, we got stuff out there. It, it, we took one off week. We had to put something out here, but hopefully you'll like yeah. it. We're just, we're just yeah, talking. whatever. We're just talking. Yeah. And if you didn't... That's all it is. Yeah. Sorry if we haven't been right. too informative, but we're all real busy with school right now. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, nice talking with you guys. And as always, um, now, Dave, what's the thing? What's the song? Live. Real Gone. And as <laughs> always, Real Gone. Boom. The music. Oh, we're just. Can we get like, license to that song? Like, that in our... No. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, okay. I'm American made. Yeah. Alright. <laughs>